You are listening to the Uncommon Truth Podcast, produced by the Father's House Church in Oroville, California. I'm Luke, and we created this podcast because we want to explore Christianity the way that Jesus intended it to be. If you're interested in joining us on this journey, make sure you subscribe to this podcast, or for more resources, check out changeoroville.org. Welcome to the Uncommon Truth Podcast. I'm here with Steve, and Vicky has returned to us this week. Yeah, I, I've come back. Yeah. Did you hear about my story? I think we mentioned it, but you can tell us the whole story. I hope Steve didn't say that I ran into a deer. Did he say that? I don't remember how we described it. Because a deer ran into me. It fell from the sky. I did nothing. I was driving. With its rib cage, it hit the front of her car. No. That's how it ran into her. It was running sideways down the road. It hopped. It did hop. It cage into her, the grill of her hood. And that's how it it ran into her. No, you are a gossip The front of your car hit the side ribs of a deer. No. You weren't there. Listen, I've never heard a better story in my life. This is the deer's fault. <laughs> That's what she's saying. It's the deer's you fault. You said I hit the deer. I didn't oh hit the deer. Goodness. The deer hit me. Yeah, this is like what I've been saying about our marriage for 43 <laughs> years. Yeah. It's just like this is a, she is proving it to me. But yeah. Well, I got a lot of sympathy here. I might as well go to another <laughs> podcast. I'm going to go next door to the other yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, that poor deer running sideways. Yeah, that should, should know better than running sideways down the sky and it landed road. on my hood. First deer I ever heard of running oh, sideways. Deer. Oh, dear. Slammed into the front of your car. Oh, stop. But you survived. I did. I was really grateful. I was. Uh, it was. It was kind of disconcerting. Steve was making all kinds of jokes on uh, my behalf. However, um, I was kind of. It was kind of weird because it just fell from the sky, and uh, I didn't even slam my brakes on. Darn and deer. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to stop saying I hit the deer. I didn't hit a deer. The deer hit me. Okay. All right. So yeah, I'm fine. But it was. I looked down and. And uh, all the all the deer family ran away from him. Oh, <laughs> they leave no they man behind. Her. It was a her. <laughs> It's not like the Marines, I guess. Were. It was a her. And the mommy was dead. Okay, and the babies stop. ran away. The babies okay. ran off. That's what you're telling. On that note, we won't start over, but we'll, yeah. ju- we'll just get into our content. Yes, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Moving on. That's horrible. Uh, uh, and all your, all your people who are really upset with Steve... His uh, phone number is 530. Yeah, all of you who watched Bambi as a child. Stop! <laughs> Stop. Oh, man. Well, let's read Jesus my, before, my we, uh, before we uh, go too, compassionate husband. too far into the dark place. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, my. Um, we're going to read from Mark chapter 10. Oh, Lord. Start in verse 32. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, let's just jump in. There's no deer in this story. No. They're on the road. They were on the road going up to Jerusalem, and Jesus was walking on ahead of them, and they were amazed, and those who followed were fearful. Again, he took the twelve aside and began to tell them what was going to happen to him, saying, Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death, and will hand him over to the Gentiles. They will mock him and spit on him and scourge him and kill him, and three days later he will rise again. James and John, the two sons of Zebedee, came up to Jesus, saying, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. <laughs> he said to them, <laughs> What do you bold, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> He said to them, What do you want me to do oh for you? Oh my gosh, he answered them. So nice. They said to him, Grant that we may sit one on your right <laughs> and one on your left in oh your glory. glory. But Jesus said to them, 
You do not know what you're asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink or be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized? They said to him, we are able. Oh, boy. And Jesus said to them, the cup that I drink, you shall drink, and you shall be baptized with the baptism which I am baptized. But to sit on my right or my left is not mine to give, but it is for those whom it has been prepared. Uh, Hearing this, the ten began to feel indignant with with James and John. Calling them to himself, Jesus said to them, You know that those who are recognized as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and great men exercise authority over them. But this is not the way among you. Whoever wishes to become great among you shall be your servant, and whoever wishes to be the first among you shall be the slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. That's an interesting story. Yeah, that's an interesting The whole thing is just interesting. I thought Jesus was so kind the way he answered that. It's like, oh my gosh. I'm shocked, I mean, that they would ask that, right? Right. And uh, it just kind of goes to show you that they didn't really understand the whole whole history and and this time of Jesus, that the Messiah, that God Almighty is in their their midst, and they would ask that. that, It's astounding, don't you think? It is, but I wonder who amongst us wouldn't hasn't asked that that's, yeah. oh that's good not just wouldn't but hasn't yeah because yeah. the promise of jesus is that whatsoever you ask yeah it'll be done for you and oh that's good so but most of those are ask my father mm-hmm. in my name and they're asking jesus we want you to, we want you to let us sit at your right and let us two brothers want yeah. the chief place yeah now that is that's what i'm the, saying what they're asking yeah that's what yeah. you're saying yeah, that's, that's what, what they, i'm saying but but we Pretty want bold. you to do something for, for me, yeah. which of us haven't asked. Yeah. You know, want you to do. I, like the I want you to do yeah. whatever I ask yeah. you to do. Yeah. And can don't ask just, me anything. Don't ask can me I to become do the Lord of yeah. my own life and direct yeah. your spirit in my life to get yeah. everything I want and nothing I don't want? It's really good. Right. You know, it's like uh, I think all of us are like that, and I think the same. I think the same answer. You know, uh, what Jesus, what what. Vicky's talking about, you know, that they would have the gall to say, let me sit at your right and left hand. Mm-hmm. Let me be the leader. Let me be the chief. Chief seats. Uh, I don't think every one of us asked that. No. Uh, but I think most of us would want, you know, to be, you know, like, oh, I'm the anointed one. Elevate you know, we want to be of elevated as I'm the I'm the uh, one that has the anointed speaker. I'm mm-hmm. the, you know, you should come listen to the word I've brought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should let, you know, I, let's see who I healed. Or, and it, and it, I think it's pretty common for us to want that but the same answer i don't even think it's wrong to want that i want to relieve people of their suffering i want to be able to ask god for anything and have it is and i want to be able to get it mostly for other people but some for me but the question that is asked is always answered the same way are you able to drink the cup that i drink and then he tells him you will drink it and they're not, they still don't know what he's talking about even though he just <laughs> said uh, <laughs> delivered to the son you know to the what did he say? To the chief priest? Yep. Yeah. The Son of Man is going to be delivered to the chief priests and scribes, and they'll condemn him to death, hand him over to Gentiles, which is a horrible thing. They'll mock him, spit on him, scourge him, and right. kill him. And you're going to drink of that cup, too. <laughs> Pass. It's like, whoa, dude. Uh, they still didn't get it. You know they didn't get it, because all the way to the cross, they didn't get it. And then when, you know, Peter's telling John, having John Mark write this for him and all of the different talks and all the stories they tell. Do you remember when he said this? And you remember when he said that? And he said to these two guys, you will drink of this cup. And, wow. you know, I think today we think that was just for those guys. 
Yeah. And they really did. You know, John was boiled in oil, supposedly, and then exiled to Patmos, where he's the only one that didn't martyr. Mm. And yet it says he drank, and he drank the cup when it comes to mocking, spitting, rejecting, reviling. And the other one, James, I'm, he, it's, I'm pretty sure he's the one that was run through with a sword. So <laughs> someone shoved a sword through his gut, right? Yes. That's how he died. And, and, and he lived in a time where they had to hide, and everything they did was against the law. Their very life itself was against mm. the law. And uh, they were on the run for and being innocent, so they too were falsely accused. They too were unrighteously judged and chased, and even in his case, killed. In John's case, tortured and even uh, um, abandoned. What's that? Exiled. Uh, exiled. Yep. I just said that. Exiled to Patmos, and so it's like oh, I want it too, but am I willing to drink the cup? You know, am I willing to be? lay down my life so that I might gain my soul. Am I, what we talked about, am I able to go in the direction all the time of further up and farther in, eye on the prize, the upward call, the narrow road, the, the, the narrow door, the, uh, am I willing to do, the, count the cost? He said, no, no one who doesn't count the cost is worthy. Anyone who starts out plowing in that direction and turns around isn't worthy. Anyone who doesn't do a bunch of 100 things isn't worthy. Yeah. Shine their light. I mean, there's so many things. Am I willing to count the cost to be on the path and get through the door so that faith has its way in our world? That's good. And I think today we have unprecedented walking away from belief. Oh people that we people that we know that pastor churches and we thought of as very anointed and very powerful, they talk now of a spirit that they follow and they say that Jesus was not really anybody and that the Bible isn't really true. And they were a formerly a Jesus pastor, a Bible believing. And there's so much falling away. It's weird. And you wonder where the, and, and the <clears throat> apostle says, if they, that's where they are today, then they were never where you thought they were. They were never with us in the first really place. They were uh, masquerading. Earth. They were, they were what the word hypocrite, they were actors acting out a role. Hmm. And um, it's sad, but, uh, it's it's rampant and everywhere this these different ideas of what people follow and christianity is being rejected in, ma in mass and yeah. also at the same time it it is being found in mass all over the world mm -hmm. i mean there are places in nepal and india where they can't they have no, they don't have enough churches or pastors for the converts right they they can't baptize there's not enough daylight in the day to baptize Jesus. all the new converts it's amazing and here in america it's rejection of the truth of the gospel it's you know um, we, we aren't even persecuted yet physically, but that is on the horizon when i look at it i ask this question what if every person who claimed to be a christian just did what Jesus says and in like servant of all. Hmm. Like he said in this one, yep. sit. You're gonna you're gonna be the you're gonna be the servant. Mm -hmm. And if everybody just want to be great in the kingdom, like ask the question, can we be great in the kingdom? Can we will you do whatever we ask you to do? Well, yes, if you're willing to be the servant of all. Yeah. Because he's already made that clear. You can have that. You can all have that. He told them you're gonna do greater things than I will do. But only if you choose to follow the path of the narrow road, the narrow door, you know, yeah. the, 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 the lamp filled, the, the branch bearing fruit, the whole deal. And you're willing to drink the cup that I drink and lay down your life for the service of the gospel. Then you will be greater than me. 
And they ask the question, and the, and the answer is the same. Can you drink this cup? Will you follow this? And everybody who, who wants to be a real Christian would have to have a desire, at least, to love their enemy, mm. to give to any man that asks, to be the servant of all, to, lay, to be, the, the, my favorite word, unselfish, yeah. selfless, and not selfish. And it's the secret, it's the answer, it's the solution to everything. What would cause the gospel to flourish in America? If we really do have 55% of our population in America believing in Jesus Christ as Lord and the name and the cross and that stuff, we certainly don't appear like we have that, but that's how many would claim that they do believe that. But if we believed what Jesus said and people and 55% of the population actually served other people and gave to anyone who asked and laid down their life and went the extra mile and turned the other cheek and forgave 70 times seven. And I mean, you, you know that I can't say them all. There's just too many for too a short broadcast, right? And so if they did that, America would have been one long time ago. There would be a fragment of America not believing in Jesus Christ. Wow. Only those so hurt they can't get over their hurts. Everybody else would be falling in line like the Jesus movement, like the Jesus revolution. <clears throat> the Jesus movement would just be coming to fruition and people would be finding the love of the Father if Christians just listened to Jesus and did what he said. If they believed in the two foundations, the one on the rock, if they believed in the branch that bears fruit, the virgin bridesmaids with the oil in their lamp, if they could even just look in the mirror and believe that they are that, yeah. if you could just look in the mirror and say, I am that, I am the bridesmaid with the, with the oil, I am the branch bearing fruit, and I do have the Holy Spirit with me and in me and through me. Not, oh, I hope he doesn't, you know, no, I am, he has forgiven me. I am righteous. I do wear the breastplate of righteousness and the helmet of salvation. I do carry the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. I do walk in the equipment of the gospel of peace and wear the shoes of the truth. I do have my loins girded, and I walk in Jesus, and, I, and, I, and where I go, the gospel goes. And if they would look in the mirror and, and they would admit the truth, that I have the mind of Christ and the heart of God and that I have been redeemed. My sins are, I don't have to worry that my sins are still before me. They're not, they're behind me. And going forward, I, if they would just make the statements, so they got to admit, they got to start to profess the truth of what they really have in this world. And then they've got to really look at it and say, I intend to sin no more. I intend to hold on to this and keep this and save this and run with this. I intend to keep my eye on the prize, the upward call of God in Jesus Christ, and I intend to run the race to the finish line. I I intend to break the tape of the of the finish line. That's really good. <clears throat> I really do. That's really a just powerful way of thinking about it. Like, why would you? Yeah, why would you call yourself Christian if you have no intention to live like Jesus? Like, even that just as a simple statement, that's really powerful because often we we say we're Christian because we want the benefit package but we there's no intention of like being like him right we want to claim yeah. what we don't have right and forget what we do have yeah what is you know we we want to quit i mean i i really do think it, it, christianity is a afflicted mass of people believing what they don't have yeah. mm. um trying to see vision they can't see letting letting vision they can't see become their vision instead of what they can see and what you can see is you can read the words of jesus Hear what he says and believe what he says. Why don't we just believe him? Mm -hmm. He said, my father and I will make our home in you if you believe. And so why don't we just say, 
we believe that. Mm-hmm. And he said, if you come to me, you must come this way and not worry about what you'll eat, what you'll drink, what you'll wear. Yeah. Instead, what we do is we spend 99.9% of our available woke up time mm-hmm. worrying about what we will eat, drink, wear, and wow. live. Yeah. And, and, and he said, don't. Right. Trust in your heavenly father. If Christians just start saying, no, I trust in my heavenly father. I will no longer trust in a savings account, life insurance, annuities, yeah. save, you know, any kind of. My any, own mighty right arm. My own mighty right arm is correct. That's right. Yeah. And I think that, you know, we would, we would see the world one. Yeah. We really would. Really he good. is coming. He's coming back. And that needs to be a fact we speak. Yeah. And I think that's what Jesus, are you willing to drink the cup that I drank? He spoke the truth. He told of the Father. He told of himself. He promised the Holy Spirit. Are we promising the Holy Spirit to others? Are we talking about the Lord's coming? And are we talking about the Father who loves them mm-hmm. and helping people learn how to trust him? Mm-hmm. That's really good. On the first, on the, uh, verse 32, it says, this is, this is kind of perplexing to me. They were on the road going up to Jerusalem, and Jesus was walking ahead of them, and they were amazed. And those who followed were fearful. Isn't that funny? Like, what, what's that about? What were they amazed by? What he just did in previous? Uh, the, the rich young ruler is the <laughs> previous is, story. Is that the previous? Because it's like mm-hmm. they were amazed, but they were fearful. Yeah. But it, And then in their fearfulness, these two goofballs, in my opinion, asked Jesus, you know, about sitting at the right hand of, you know, can, you, can I ask you something? And at the end of the at the end of the chapter like steve said you know or the this this these paragraphs he's like basically need to be a servant of all mm. so i think there was all actually a turnaround and you know like because there's so, there's a turnaround in what they they said and what they believed towards the end because right. it was uh, it's the chief seats they want the chief seats they want to elevate themselves and i mean I think by this time Jesus has already talked about this over and over again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. They want what they've seen these other men have. Yeah. yeah. And it's like it's like so the, he, they weren't really getting in this. For me, as being a pastor for 25 years at the Father's house, is like sometimes you wonder what people are really are hearing, mm. because the words of Jesus. I mean, here these guys are walking, talking, living, mm-hmm. left everything to follow Jesus. At the very end of his life, they're asking this. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, I just see Jesus kind of scratching his head going, how much longer will I be with you? (laughs) Yeah. Because they're going to Jerusalem, he's going to die. Mm -hmm. And they're asking that question. Can I be great in the kingdom? Because can I sit at your right right and your left? And and then I think that didn't say that the apostles or disciples then kind of excoriated them a bit? Because it's like, guys, you don't get it. And so often something happens at our church and we're just like, Okay, if it happened to Jesus, betrayal, rejection, miscommunication, it's probably fairly, we could be fairly confident might happen to us it too. might happen to us. Yeah. But sometimes we think, you know, yeah. it's, it's just about us again, like they, yeah. about them. And it only happens mm-hmm. to us, and it doesn't happen to, but no, it, it happened to yeah. Jesus. So the last couple of episodes we've been having this uh, conversation about this I think it was last time the the sonship versus slave ship kind mm-hmm. of dynamic of the duality and this again is another space where um, he he's talking to them about they're wanting a chief seat and he's mm-hmm. talking about being servants Service. and slaves and that debate continues on and they, what they're wanting is that I want the authority I want the honor and I think even in another account of the story it's the mom that actually asks for them which yeah, the is mom asks. funny too but mm-hmm. it's this idea of I want 
honor and recognition. I want a seat at the table. Whereas he's saying, you know, not that you won't get a seat at the table, but that your your mindset shouldn't be to this is what I want. It should be to serve. And I think that's just such human nature, right? That we prevalent in our society, is it not? We want the chief seat. Right. We want to be recognized. We yeah. want to be the lead singer in a worship band. We want to be on stage. We don't want to be the toilet cleaners. Mm-hmm. We don't want to set the chairs. We don't right. want to be in kids' ministry. Mm-hmm. We want to be with the microphone. We yeah. want to be acknowledged. Yeah, that's absolutely. It's true. Yeah. It's true. That, what Jesus was saying that yeah. made them amazed and afraid yeah. was he was telling them yeah, who, what? who would go to heaven. Right. He was saying Anyone who, no one who has left everything for me will fail to receive the reward. And he, I mean, he goes pretty deep in it. And I know that for me, when I read those things, it always causes me to go and say, well, have I done that? Have I done that? Because it's, we all want to qualify. And then we all want the right hand of the Father. We all want, yeah. save the right hand seat for me, for me too. Yeah. Right. Hey, can I? Can yeah. you? But, and then it's kind of Boxes. funny how they try to set him up. Would you give us whatever we ask? Well, what are you asking? Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, what is it you're wanting? Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, but. My mom wants me to ask. Yeah, my mom wants me to ask, you know. <laughs> She's an important woman in this yeah. town. And yeah. She wants us to be yeah. important in your yeah. town. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but it's, they're, they're, they're a little bit nervous and afraid because he, he laid it out pretty good that. Anyone who gets chosen is also, uh, I think he said that they are susceptible to persecution and hardships. Yeah. Like the same hardships I go through, you're going to be susceptible to, yeah. right? Which if I'm the chief seat, so I'm thinking I'm the box seat, I have the preferential seating, yeah. no one's going to be mean to me yeah. because I'm at the right hand of God, right? Yes, so they probably want. I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah. presuming a lot of stuff. Or, or since we have given up everything. Yeah. Now this is Promote what I, I should. I've earned this almost. That's like really this, good. You know, it's owed to me. Yeah. I think yeah. their motive yeah, clearly good. is spelled out back yeah. down in the the lower verses you yeah. read. Their motive is. I just remembered what you read, and, and the the motive is spelled out great. a little bit better down there. In that great. he said, "You're trying to be the leader." Yeah. So why you're asking is not because you want to be closer to God in heaven. No. You want to be the leader of your brothers. Right. You know, because you, they're kind of rich boys. Yep. These two are kind of rich boys compared to some Fishing. of the others. You know, Luke's a little bit, uh, no, Matthew's a little mm-hmm. bit uh, rich, you know, mm-hmm. Levi. Yep. He's Because he's a tax, tax collector by right. nature, they're rich. And and so these two are kind of rich boys. Mm-hmm. And, um they uh, well, they want to be the leader, you know. Yeah. They want they want their aristocracy in heaven to continue what was on earth, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, "Well, whoever wishes to be first among you shall be slave of all." <laughs> Are you sure what you're asking? Yeah. That's Are you good. willing to walk in what I'm telling you? And That's that good. really is the key to Christianity. For even the Son of Man did not come right. to serve, but to be served. I mean, to, he did not come right. to be served, but to but serve. serve. Boy, did I say that wrong? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and to give his Heresy. life for ransom for many. Mm-hmm. You want to sit at my right hand now? It's to give your life as ransom for many. You want to sit there? Because you have to do what I, you got to drink the yeah. cup I drink. You define ransom for anybody who might not know. So if you're kidnapped, someone comes and pays a, a bill to get you out. They put a price on your head and you pay the price to get the person out. Mm-hmm. And so that's the ransom them out of trouble. That's right. And you don't just get it for free. 
You don't just come and say, I allow you out. The jailer can do that. But in this case, when you have committed the crime, the jailer isn't really in charge. It's you, you owe a debt to society. And in this case, we owe a debt to God from our sin, for our creation in his image. And our squandering of that image, we owe a debt. And Jesus comes, and he comes, let's say he comes to the jail cell after sentencing. There's other metaphors of him being there at sentencing. But you're in jail for all your, and you're right where you belong. Mm -hmm. I know I'm right where I belong when I was in jail. You were in jail? In prison. I was in, uh, yes, I was in uh, the sin prison. You know. not, not real life, okay. in the metaphor. I was like, yeah. I've learned something new about you. My Maybe soul, I wouldn't have married you. My soul was okay. in prison. Right? Okay, got it. And Jesus comes along, and he opens the door to that prison yeah. and lets me out. He ransoms you. And that's kind of where most Christians leave it. He ransomed me out, and he walks off, and we walk happily ever after for the rest of our days mm-hmm. together. But that is not what ransom means. Mm-mm. It means he lets you out, mm-hmm. and he walks into the jail cell, closes the door behind you, and leaves himself in and you out. And he pays the cost of your sin. He suffers. And he's saying to them, you know, you're asking this so that you can be the chief the chief of the apostles. <laughs> you're asking this to be the leader. And whoever wishes to be the leader, it, it you know, it's not, you're not going to like it. You're going to have to do what I did. You know, this is the way that, you know, the Gentiles do this and they lord it over the people. And you're kind of looking to be some lords of the Christians. Wow. And I think there's a lot of people trying to be lords of the Christians. Yeah. Mm. And what Jesus is saying to them, even though I would say, would you answer anything? I mean, give me anything I asked for. I, I still, my number one ask is so that I can finish and accomplish things for other people. Mm. I would love, there's so many things I want to do for others. And uh, <clears throat> that's what I would want to ask Shoot. for. And he's saying, are you able to do this? Because that's the way the Gentiles work. But here in the kingdom of heaven, the, it's the, the one who wants to be great or the leader or the, who wants to be in the chief priest seat yeah. in heaven has to be the servant of all. He has to be the one who gives his life away. And he, I mean, how many places does he say, you know, this, where he says, uh, you, he who would be the, must be the servant of all and, and the, the first among you must be the servant of all. He says Bless. it so many different ways and places. And in this place, in the stories of this place, and it's like uh, here he says the first have to be last and last will be first, which these poor guys, mm-hmm. their brains are frying over that one. They can't figure that one out because they're trying to figure out how do I get to the first. To be last. You know, to be last, to go be first. first. I mean, right. uh, if I try to go first, then I'm going to be last. That was always so, a confusing one to Yeah, me. but if I'm last, I can go first. Yeah. Anyway. So he's really telling them that everybody who becomes the servant of all gets the same prize. Nobody gets the chief seat. Good. Everybody gets the chief seat. Mm-hmm. It's the same. Everybody who qualifies, everybody who becomes Jesus and drinks his cup yeah. gets the chief seat, and nobody gets the chief seat. We all, we all are together. So if we all get this chief seat, nobody's chief. Mm-hmm. So it's no longer the chief seat. It's just a really good seat. <laughs> Yeah. It's a There's best not seat. A bad ha- it's seat a in the best house. seat in the house, right? So There's all the best. That's seats what in the house. he's saying, really, yeah. and 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 that's you know it's clear when he's chastising him. Are you you willing? Is that what you're asking? You want to be the servant of all? Mm-hmm. You wanted to do all the dishes and you wanted to clean up all the messes. You wanted to dig the latrines and fill them back in at the end. <laughs> Ain't no big deal digging a latrine. I've dug many ditches and dirt's kind of fun to dig, but However, then after you use it as a latrine for a week. 
Not so fun. It ain't so much fun to be the one to put the dirt in there. Do you want to define what latrine is, too? I think we can figure that one out. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the, it's the potty. It's the potty. Yeah. So I just want to make sure. The outhouse. As or some, yeah. some cultures, the back house. Yeah. Back house. So as you've been speaking, I, I've, I don't want to get political, so I'm going to try to skirt around and explain myself. But the, the thought that's coming into my mind is this, is that one of the debates of our time is if I – leave you know if i emigrate so i go from living in one culture and i move to another culture the debate is how much of that new culture i take do i have to adapt and change to become like and how much of my own can i take with me right when we're talking about immigration stuff it's like people want to bring their old sure. culture with them into the new culture and the whole the whole lot of political debate mm -hmm. on how should that be i think that this is another example in the Gospels where we see that idea coming in that they're wanting to be with Jesus and get what, you know, they're wanting he they what procure. he gets from being in that new place, mm -hmm. but they're wanting to bring their old culture, their old mindsets, their old ways of doing things. And he just obliterated that. Right. Yeah. And I, you know, I, my thought is there isn't much room for that in the kingdom of God, that it is a kind of, <laughs> our culture has to change. Right? There's no yeah. room for yeah. that. And identity has to change. Yeah. A young woman said to me after many years of just floundering as a Christian, continually circling, relapse, circling mm -hmm. back to the world, miserable coming back. The only time I was ever happy is with you. Lives for a while, then circles back. To, and finally said, I just don't want to lose who I am. Uh, and I said, is that the problem? That's what you've been thinking the oh whole time? Oh, my gosh. Well, you haven't listening. To be a Christian... You have to lose who you are. There is no option. There is no option. There is no option. You got to quit being the old man. You got to become a brand new He's person. Dead. You got to be, be dead yeah. and buried so that new life can grow in you. Correct. Mm -hmm. And then when new life grows in you, that becomes you. That's that old person is not who you were. You're no longer a drug addict. You're actually a virgin again. You are made brand new. The old has passed away. Behold, Jesus said, I make all things brand new. That's what he came to do. And so if you're trying to hold on to your street creds or your 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 personality or the you know, what everybody who everybody knows you to be, well Christianity can't there's no seed that can grow. That has to die. You gotta become compost for the kingdom of heaven to grow in you. It has to die. And and it's a slow process, and you've been through this so many times now. Could you think you could even possibly come forward with a new idea that now you're coming to be born again and perfected? You're actually coming to die to self and, and grow. And, and she's now actually ordained on our staff, you know, and, and one of the more selfless people we know because she finally got this. And she is not even close to that person. You know, she completely changed. And um, I think English, you come to England – there's, you know, who cares if you bring your tea mm -hmm. or your chocolate mm -hmm. and you think they're better than our tea and chocolate? No one really, I mean, people will tease you about it, but, you know, it, it's something you can do. Sure. Right. And with shipping practices, you can do it. Yep. Yeah, right. Saying. You can get a supply to live how you want to live. Mm -hmm. And English, going to England from America is way harder for an American to live like an English person in England. Mm -hmm. Whereas an English, so, so it's, it's just the answer is so different mm -hmm. everywhere. We have a Hmong population here. It took two and a half generations. What is a Hmong pot? A lot of people they're the, the they're the refugees from the Vietnam, Vietnam War, War, to be honest. When the when America left and the Khmer Rouge and the Vietnamese communists took over, they were slaughtering everybody and these people ran for their lives and they ended up a lot of a whole bunch here in Orville. The the Laotians ended up in Orville. And 
Uh, it took generations for them to acclimate. Mm. You don't just they they couldn't. Now they've got young people that are more American, but they still practice their their culture mm. in their house. But they they talk like Americans. They don't have the accent. Yeah. The older folks, man, you can't even understand them, and their culture. You go in their house and they still live just like they did in, in Laos. Mm. And so, lots some some cultures just won't change. But when it comes to the kingdom of heaven. Right. You either change or you don't have the kingdom. Wow, of heaven. let's go good. Say it again. There is no bringing the culture with you. No, say it again. And people try all the that time. Culture. Well, they changed our culture. Well, that's the nature of Christianity. All the island people and all the different indigenous people, when Christianity was brought to them, now we know there were abuses, and those abuses will have generational curses on them. You know, horrid abuses the way Christianity is brought to indigenous people. But the one thing they did tell that was true, the one thing like Father Sarah up and down the West Coast, the only I don't know much about him other than one thing he said was true. You have to change your culture. Mm. You don't get to continue to be a Paiute Indian or, or mm -hmm. you have to be you have to give that up to be in the kingdom more. of heaven. And mm -hmm. so that's what I preach is that you're no longer you, you really can't stand on being English. Mm. You can have things you like. And I am from England. That's not what I'm talking about. It's. I'm English and I'm going to act English in the kingdom of heaven. Well, no, you're going to have to act kingdom of heaven in the kingdom of heaven. And he likes English too. And he likes Americans too. And he likes Canadians right now in this one room. We got Canadian, English, and American. Mm -hmm. He likes us all, but we can't come saying, no, if the kingdom of heaven won't be Canadian, I'm not, I don't want it. No, then you don't get it. You have to completely change. And what was the thing you wanted me to say again? I it's, yeah, I lost so it. Far, you're so far <laughs> I lost it. There's no, there's no room to bring your. There's no room to, to yeah. bring your culture. Yeah. You don't get yeah. to bring it. You don't. You, you're not. You're not a Paiute Indian anymore. You're not. You're not an Italian anymore. You're not any. You're not an Englishman anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the hardest thing because even here in our church where we have several, quite a few cultures, come together here in a little town called Orville, and when I say it, it just goes right over people's heads. Like, no way, I'm giving up being American. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I know people who preach America from the pulpit, and I mean, it is all patriotism. And I'm sorry, that's not the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is not American. Mm -hmm. The kingdom of heaven is not English. I am an American. I like, I like that. Mm -hmm. But I can't bring it with me to kingdom of heaven. I have to change and think kingdom of heaven, which is servant of all, give to any man that asks, go the extra mile, yeah. turn the cheek, on and on and on and it is on and on it is i mean i couldn't possibly in this mm -hmm. short po podcast exhaust all the things yeah. to try to describe yeah. the kingdom of heaven what it means to be a, a citizen okay. of the kingdom of heaven That's let right. alone now what they're talking about in this verse the ruler of the kingdom of heaven a ruler in the kingdom of heaven he called me to be a ruler in a church like to be the pastor the shepherd the the director and i'm like oh my god Gosh, a lot. I've actually read this thing. <laughs> That's a lot. You're asking me to take the responsibility for other people's soul. Some guy's heading for a ditch, it says, and he falls in it, but you didn't warn him. His blood's on your head. Wow. I'm like, oh, no. I, I, I just almost want to sit back and watch. Watch this crash. I mean, I almost, you know, I mean, we all... You know, yeah. want to still be responsible. Yeah. I, I'm responsible. So, no, I, I can't do that. I have right. to say, hey, yeah. you're going for a ditch. And then if they go for the ditch, it's like, man. Because you don't want to offend some, Sometimes you don't want to offend them by telling them to oh, go yeah. for a ditch, right? They you don't want to hear it. No. They, they're right. not going to change, so yep. why tell them? But yep. the Bible says if I don't warn them, I mean, it's like, do I really want to be? Do I really want to be a leader in the kingdom? Do I really want to? Do I really want to progress? What he's talking about here? Mm -hmm. 
Do I really want to stand and say, I'll take responsibility for you? Well, I can say this, and I'm sure we're running out of time, but I can say this with all of my heart, clearly for me and my wife. Yes, we want to do what Jesus has called us to do. Had it been our choice, we probably wouldn't have chosen to be pastors. Or had we known... Had we known, maybe yeah. we would have, it would have been harder for us to even obey. But <laughs> I know I would have probably obeyed for sure, even knowing the cost. But I wouldn't have liked it very much. And yet, I wholeheartedly yes. want this because this is what he called me to do. Amen. I don't necessarily want this. I necessarily want his will in my life. Amen. And to do that means servant of all. Really uh, to give and to lay down your life. That's right and even lose your life. We have in many times in our life said, well, our plans haven't even come close to coming true because our life had to die so that his plan for our life could live and flourish and move and breathe. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah, it was good. Uh, thanks for listening. If you listen to this, that doesn't make sense. But anyway, thank you. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you next time. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Uncommon Truth Podcast today. I hope this episode encouraged you, inspired you, maybe even challenged you to keep seeking after everything Jesus has for you and the life he calls you to live. If you haven't already, please take a moment and subscribe to the Uncommon Truth Podcast. That way you'll get every episode each week when it's released. It would really help us if you could rate and review and even share this podcast with anyone that you think would be encouraged by it. Help us spread the message to more people so that we can all live out this Christianity the way Jesus intended it to be. If you would like to get in touch with us, have any questions about the podcast, the topics, or even like us to pray for you, you can do so by emailing us at uncommontruthpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you next time.